The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Lorianne Kazdia. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, and empower you to fulfill a healthy, emotional, spiritual, and physical life so you can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed. Welcome to the show. I hope you're having a great day. Um, I am Lorianne Cassidy, as I mentioned before, and we are here today with our co-host, Vince Barada. How are you today, Vince? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Lorianne? I'm doing great, doing great. You know, you, you know, whenever we get together, we, of course, talk about transformational success coaching. Um, and today, uh, I think... What we want to talk about is goals because I, I just had a goal setting class and it's it's uh, the beginning of the year and we want to kind of set our goals for 2023. Did you set your goals yet, Vince? I did actually. I you know I spent time in December and trying to kind of align myself and get a sense prior to the beginning and uh, what's really important. What's the wild thing that I want to try and accomplish? And I, I was going to ask you about your class because it focuses on visioning, right? And goal setting. Yeah. So um, can, can you just, because we talked about this a little on the on the last uh, presentation that we did, tell me a little bit about what you guys covered during that class. Yeah, no problem. Um, so first of all, many of us are visionaries. Everybody has visions, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd like to do this when I grow up. Remember when you're, you're, you would ask that as a kid, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, I want to be a fireman, you know, which is great. That's a vision, right? Um, but then goals are, what am I going to do to become that fireman? Well, you know, I have to be X age and I have to make sure I'm in good physical condition because I need to be able to carry heavy people up to a certain poundage out of a burning burning building, for instance. So we set that goal, right? So what do we have to do to get there? Um, so what we did in the class, and thank you for mentioning it, and you could you could get it online, throw me an email, I can send you a, a, a taped version of it so you could go through it. We cover seven areas of our lives. So it's not just about business. It's not just about your career. It's also, it's also about your finances, about your life, about your fun time, about your personal time, about your relationships, and about your contributions back to to the people around you and to the world, the universe, right? See, what's so wonderful is you integrate everything together so that I'm, you know, when I'm taking a look at my life, I'm not saying my business is over here, my personal is over. It's because that's not how you live, right? No. You're you're working you separate. That's right. They're integrated. So I love yeah. that approach. That's that's really wonderful. Yeah. And and a lot of people talk uh, work work-life balance. And I understand that terminology. I look at it more like a tapestry because, you know, if you're having a bad day over here, you're having a bad day over <laughs> here probably too. So, you know, what are we doing to, to make it better? We always have the choice to make our day better, but that's another conversation for another day. So we went through um, actually visualizing what someone wants to do with zero constraints, right? So we don't talk about money. We don't talk about the how. Don't worry about the how. We'll figure that out later. Um, We don't talk about, um, you know, this one tells me this and that one tells me that. It's, It's irrelevant. So I write a permission slip for everybody who does their goal setting and you should write write a permission slip for yourself when you're writing the goals write the goals that you really would love to attain 
And then we can look at, um, is it attainable? How do we get there? What are, the, what are the process goals, which we'll get into later, to get to where you want to be? So the whole point of goal setting is similar to the point of coaching, right? right. Is we're taking someone where they are and, and trying to get them to where they want to be and filling that gap. This, this jump right here from where you are to where you want to be is where we work. We live in here. Um, and that's what the goals do. It sets processes down. And it also gives us benchmarks, right? Don't you use your goals as a benchmark to see how well you're doing? You do, because you want to measure and understand, you know, how far have I gone? How much have I succeeded? And if you really don't have anything to benchmark yourself against, then what, you know, what are you doing it for? What's the value? Well, it's like a mouse in, in that little hamster wheel, right? It's that hamster in that wheel. It's like, okay, here's another day. Okay, here's another day. And then days <laughs> run into weeks, then runs into months, and you don't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. So when you have a goal, and, and what's the definition of a goal, right? How much by when? So I want to do X by March 31st. That gives me a, a window. So how do I do that? Now I back it up, right? We back into it and say, okay, today I need to do these steps in order for me to get and achieve that goal. If we don't set a parameter of the end stop, won't you procrastinate? Won't you back burner it to something else that comes up every all the time, every day? I start my day with a list of things I want to do. At the end of the day, sometimes that same list is still there because all these fires, changes, other things come in that change my direction during the day. But I still have the goals written down, so I move it to the next day and I address it unless it's time sensitive. Do you do the same thing? I, I do, and um, it's important for me. I, I have to kind of break it down, right? Because the goal can be overwhelming. It's like I want to do this, right? But the the magnitude of that goal is significant, so I've got to break it down for myself. And something you said that I found particularly helpful. You started to talk about it um, was looking at uh, essentially the strategy and process goal. And I thought that might be a good thing for us to talk about a little bit today, because I think that's the next stage that, you know, a lot of people make that energy, but then it's like, how am I going to do this now? Yeah. 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 So, so liken a process goal to building a house. So that goal is I want to build a house, right? So do we start with the roof? Do we just throw the the whole house up, it's like poof, magic, there's a house. No, right? So we have to look at, first, we have to have a design. We have to know what we want in the house. How do we want the house to look? How many bedrooms does it have? How many? So we have to think about that. So that's part of the strategy, right? And then part of the strategy then is, so what do we do first? Well, probably we put the foundation in, right? We're not going to go to the second floor. There's nothing to put the second floor on. <laughs> so, so we have to take the steps to get us all the way through. Um, and with building a house, we start with a foundation. We build a foundation. Same thing with whatever your project is, whatever your goal, be it grand or be it small, there are steps to get you to achieve that goal. And that's where it comes in process goals. It's the process. It's the steps you're taking to attain that goal. Mm-hmm. So, so we look at it and, and a lot of people do this, they overwhelm. And this is why um, New Year's resolutions don't work, right? I'm going to, you know, lose 5,000 pounds uh, this year. Okay, go for it. 
that's it. That's all they do. They don't set a goal. And they, they'll go the first day maybe to the gym, maybe, and they'll lift a whole bunch of weights and they'll overlift because they're all excited because they're going to le- lose five bazillion pounds or whatever it is that they want to do, gain that strength. And they'll hurt themselves and they'll give up right. as opposed to setting achievable goals, steps that will get us there. We're not going to run a marathon the next day. We're going to run probably three feet from the door. I'd be throwing up and then go back in the house. <laughs> you know, The next day we run four feet from the door, throw up and go back in the house. Eventually we get to the point where we can actually run the marathon. And of course, I'm being funny, humorous um, and facetious. For the, for the mere point of making the point is that we can't run that marathon. We can't build the house unless we have steps to get to, to whatever that goal is. Well, you make a great point. It's like you, you can't build a house in one day, right? And you're not going to run right. the marathon, you know, one day. You, it's, it's bits and pieces. And I wrote a couple of notes. You said there are steps to get there. You got to prioritize those steps and then begin with what's most important. Because I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm far from a running fan. I'll never, the only thing I run to is dinner, lunch, you know, anything that's involved. But if, if I were Maybe away just, from a bear, I run away. Well, I would run from a bear and I only have to be faster than the person I'm with. So really. That's right. <laughs> Note to self, kind of run faster than this. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be lunch. <laughs> exactly right. I like to eat lunch. I don't want to be lunch. So, um, but, but on process prioritizing for goals, that that's, that's critically important because I think that's how people do get frustrated. Like you said, I set this lofty goal and you tell people to stretch and that's really wonderful. We want people to stretch, but then it's, we don't want to stretch the whole way that first day. Maybe we start out and we're going to walk around the block and we're going to do that three times. And, you know, I can do that right before I start running because I want to run a marathon, but I'm not going to run it today. I'm going to I'm going to do something that gets me closer to that. Is that essentially where you're going? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. There's, so there are steps that you need to take to get to the goal. So we're not going to attain it. And here's the other thing. And this is something I'm fierce about um, my my coach, Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for the Soul, for those of you who you know know the name but didn't relate to it. He was also in The Secret he said something interesting. He was talking to his mentor slash coach. And he said, yeah, this year, one of my goals is to lose weight. And, and the, the coach said to him, great. What do you want to do? He goes, well, I think I'm going to um, start working out every day. He goes, great. Drop and give me 10. And, mm-hmm. and Jack was like, what now? He goes, drop and give me 10 right now. And he goes, no, 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 I'll do it. And he goes, no, if you're really going to do it, start now. Not tomorrow, not Monday, not next week, not it's like being um, on a weight loss program and you eat the candy bar and you're like, all right, it's Wednesday. I'll restart on Monday. No, start right now. All right. I ate the candy bar. I needed the candy bar. I wanted the candy bar. Life is good. Joyful. I love the candy bar. Now I'm going to go back onto, you know, the weight loss program or weight reduction. Yeah. You get over that inertia. It's funny because I, um, we were fortunate enough. I, I did a program with you recently that uh, you did for some folks that I work with, which was incredibly helpful. And the thing that came out of that was you had people do something while they were there. And I asked them to send it to me. And I said, I know it's imperfect right now. I'm not expecting perfect. But I love the fact that you got them to do something. And thereafter, they they kind of 
They can go back to that. It kind of broke the the inertia of, oh, I got to do this. Like, oh, I have something now. I can refine it. I can expand it. I can fix it or change it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why my workshop, my masterclasses, anything that I do, it's experiential because one, you can listen to talking heads and I've done Mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't work for me personally. I like experiential um, because I'm doing it right then and there. I've already committed the time to spend the time with you or whatever coach I'm, I'm with or whatever program I'm taking. I've already spent the time. Now let me do it now because that means I have to make yet another block of time to actually do it. No, let's do it right now. So if you're doing your goal, when you're writing your goals down, the next step is write your process goals, take where you want to be and back it up. And what steps do you have to take to achieve that goal? And and we modify and tweak it as we go. Maybe we overexerted. Maybe we took too big of a chunk, too big of a bite of the pizza, if you will, right? Too big. Um, And so we have to break it down a little bit more. Sometimes we think we're more fit than we really are. And the two feet we thought we were going to go Maybe we're just going to do one today and that's okay. You know why it's okay? Because you took the steps. You're actually doing it right now. Drop and give me 10, you know, and if you can't give me 10, drop and give me one. At well, least you're taking You are. You're taking a step. You're doing something in the affirmative. I think the other thing, can you talk? No, about- don't you feel pride before you go there? Don't you feel prideful? It's like, okay, I did this. I can do it again. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, especially when when you break it into small steps, sometimes you do you do a little more than that step was, and you feel good because you're like, wow, I did that. That worked out pretty well, and I got a little extra done. So I'm motivated to go back. I definitely yeah, feel- yeah. And my favorite is that wasn't so bad. All right, let's do it again. I recently I started walking in the morning with um, Anthony, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're walking the pop. We have to walk the pop anyway. So we're walking with the pop, and we got uh, we're in a very hilly area right now because we're in the Blue Hill Mountains, Blue Ridge Mountains. And uh, it's very hilly and it doesn't look so bad from a car, just saying, but we're walking and I'm like, okay. And he's like, we're going to go to X street. And I was like, all right, no problem. And I'm halfway there and I'm going, oh, for God's sakes, you know, and we just, we push through because when you have a partner, accountability partner, that helps you push through it. And we went, we, you know, we, we went as far as it made sense and knew knowing we had to turn around and walk back up the hill that we came down. Um, and they were really steep and it was challenging. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I think my heart's going to explode out of my chest, but we did it. And I felt great afterwards. And, and later on the day, I was like running up and down the stairs from the third floor to the first floor doing something. And he goes, all right, you're taking this a little too seriously. And I'm like, no, I feel really good. Feel really good. I mean, Later on, you know, I felt the soreness the whole night. But the next day you know, we went out again. So it's a non what I call a non-negotiable. It's a commitment to ourselves. You do non-negotiables every day, too, when you set your goals. Right. Don't you time block? I love time blocking. I do. I My entire calendar is time blocked. And it's one of the things I recommend with people that I work with. It's like if you put time down and but you got to, you know, and, and I would love it if you'd share your thoughts on this. You've got to respect that time block because you can put it that you can put all the time blocks you want. There you go. Look, I have a perfect calendar, but it's that second part of respecting the time block and actually executing what you committed to, right? I mean, do you see that with what you with folks that you yes. work with? Yeah, it looks really pretty. It's like, look at all the stuff I'm going to do. And Oops, I didn't do this. Oops, I didn't do this. Oops, I didn't do this. So you're setting yourself up for failure if you time block too harshly. I recommend you start with you know one or two things and then eventually build yourself up to doing what you do. It took you a while to build up to that. But the time block, I time block my 
my hour of power, my habits in the morning, I time block that. It's a non-negotiable. What do I mean by non-negotiable? What I mean is if you call up and say, hey, Laura, let's go grab a cup of coffee and it's in that time, I have to say, can't do that. Right. Um, because I have to continue that commitment to myself. And if you're not really good at doing that and you're like, well, you know, I, I really let myself out all the time, then get yourself like a, a, a an accountability partner who, you know, have you ever gone to the gym or done something where you're, you're sitting at home and you're like, or you're sitting at work and you're like, I just don't feel like doing this. But I made a commitment to Vince that I was going to meet him there. All right, I'll go. I'm happy once I'm there. It's painful on the way, but I'm happy once I'm there for doing it because one, I made the commitment. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let my accountability partner down because they may not do it because I don't do it. So now I feel like the responsibility for you as well. It's true. Um, a bunch of years ago, I had a guy that I used to work out with. That was exactly right. We would not take each other's calls within one hour of when we were supposed to work out. So you couldn't, you couldn't get out of it if you didn't call, you know, if you call within that hour before, sorry, I'm already at the gym. I'm going to be there. I'm not talking to you. And yeah. and that accountability makes it. And you're doing it for yourself, right? The person is yeah. really helping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love that you did that because here's the other thing is you can't make an excuse for yourself because they're calling out. Right. You're still showing up for you. And uh, we say this all the time on, on the healthy lifestyle is show up for you and show up big. That's what we mean is just keep pushing through. Even though your accountability partner may not show up, even though that partner, that person that you're going to meet isn't, you need to do it for you. At the end of the day, it's all about you. You have to have those non-negotiables for yourself. If you don't have them for yourself, how are you asking other people to have them for themselves, Right. It's it's absolutely true. And and you do, you know what? If if you really want to get better at it, coach someone to do it because it actually forces you to look back at yourself. You know, yeah. it's kind of the, they say when you point at somebody, four fingers or pardon me, three fingers are still pointing back at yourself, right? Yeah. And it's the yeah. truth. When you coach somebody, working with somebody as their accountability partner, you find that you ask yourself, gee, I am I being honest with myself about what I'm doing? Yeah, hundred percent. A lot of times, topics come up, and I'm like, um, "Is that for them or for me?" <laughs> you know, and 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 that's the good thing about it. That's why I love coaching, is because I'm constantly learning. I learn from my clients. Clients learn from me. But I am. I'm very mindful of looking at the lens and going, "Well, that really might have been a message for me." All right, let me just call myself out on that. And it's good because that's that's what is the definition of self awareness is when you're sitting there going, "Okay, I'm not taking a hundred hundred percent responsibility for everybody else's actions, but I am taking a hundred percent responsibility for my actions and my reactions because those that's my point of power, right? Our point of power is taking control of how we handle a situation, how we make the commitment to ourselves and to whatever it is that we want to get accomplished. Blame game doesn't work. Blame game doesn't work. I, I can blame genetics. I can blame the government. I can blame, you know, my mother. I can blame potty training, whatever. But it's at the end of the day, I have to take the action, right? Yes. And and that's, that's really the thing because people too often focus externally and if you actually eliminate the external and just look into yourself, this is what I want. This is what I chose to do. So now that I've set that goal very specifically, it's all for me. 
Don't, yeah. I don't want to know how anybody else is doing. I want to know how I'm doing and what I'm trying to achieve in that goal that I set. So, you know, breaking it down, we had a really great goal discussion last time, looking and vision setting. And, and now to focus on that process goal, to be able to take that wild goal and, and then break it down to a more understandable piece is, is so helpful. And I like the fact that you build, it seems like time blocking is that, um, that component, that tool that really helps you execute on, on the process, the goal. Yeah, it's a tool, not an excuse. I am a firm believer that we put everything on the table mm-hmm. and we take them off the table, all the excuses off the table, and we address each one of them. And again, just be honest with yourself. If it's a day that you're not going to do it, um, be honest. You know, we can renegotiate with ourselves, but understand renegotiating changes the timeline. Renegotiating changes your success ratio to your goals. And I think in the second half, we want. I want to talk about break down um, the the, uh, project and breaking it into those process goals, into that strategy, into those tasks so that you really know how to do that. So let's let's just take a little break here. You're listening to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne and Vince Parada. And we're going to take a short little break and come right back. and, And let's talk a little bit more, dive deeper into process goals. Welcome back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne and Vince. Uh, we're here. And if you, you would like to be a guest or lift up your business product or not for profit, or if you have a question or comment for myself, for Vince, or anyone here in the staff of Healthy Lifestyle, we'd love to hear from you. So please email us at healthylifestylewitha at gmail.com. That's healthy lifestyle with la at gmail.com i was told i talk new york fast Vince, so that's why i slowed it down <laughs> i was wondering why you're speaking slowly because <laughs> i don't know <laughs> really. from the bronx like it felt I... like you're like <laughs> kind of felt like that for us too um so it was so funny when somebody said that to me they were from california they said oh my gosh Lorian, you talk wicked fast i'm like i do <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we, we were talking about process goals, you know, setting up a project and how do we back that up? So Vince, when you do something like this and you have like a, a goal, a big goal, little goal, it doesn't matter. The process is the same, right? What, what steps do you usually implement? What steps do you take? So I, I have to first kind of figure out what it like, what it is I want to do, which is like the goal setting process that you had. But once I've, I've set that, I want this to be, let's just say I want to have a man cave. Okay, let's just say that. And if my wife is listening, I want to have a man cave. So um, <laughs> just saying, if it comes out on the radio, nobody gets hurt. So um, <laughs> we have this man cave. And now what do I want in this thing? So I'm going to make this comprehensive, you know, like all the things that need to get done. Right. So um, hold on. So the first thing is setting the goal of getting a man cave. Yes. Okay. When do you want the man cave done by? Oh, I'd love Part to have uh, in time for March Madness that's coming up. For March Madness. Okay. That's the lofty goal. Okay. So you have man cave and, and have you picked out, have you selected out a space that you want to put the man cave? I'd love to do it in the basement because it's unused space and it's perfect. I'm not taken away from okay. We have open space, unused space. You want to do it by, by March Madness. Um, now, what do we have to look at? How do you want that? What do you want in the man cave? All right. So I, I definitely want a, a very large screen TV. 
something obnoxious, right? (laughs) And I'd like two smaller TVs, one on either side, so that I can have other games and kind of my DK sports betting on the side so I can see everything. I'd like some very large chairs so that, you know, if the game gets boring, I can fall asleep. You know, things like that. (laughs) Which you're going to do anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's only... Let me me add one thing. You're going to want a bar. I was just about to say that there needs to be, you know, a, a... I was going to say small, but I would say instead a substantial bar. So, I, but that's for socializing and making other people comfortable. I'm very thoughtful like that. That is so thoughtful of you. I, I'm Amazing. very giving, you know. With the selection, very giving with a selection of scotch, no doubt. Um, so, a very nice selection. <laughs> yeah. So you're 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 looking at what you you want to put in to achieve your goal. So now let's just say we have a lot of the big items thought about. And and as we go through it, like anything, you're going to run into, whoa, here are other things I have to consider. But with before we do that, let's keep backing up on this project. Now, what are the steps we have to take to make this happen after you have that conversation with Alex and she gives you the green light? And good luck with that, by the way. (laughs) We're going to build this in Disneyland because that's not going to happen. So you're welcome to build it in my in my basement you have to clean it out first though that's the only rule it's perfectly fine as long as they have access but let's assume that by some stretch of the imagination you know my my wife says yes and uh, so now i have to build i literally need to build this um you know this whole room so i've got to figure out though you know if i go out I, what's my first instinct i'm going to go buy the big tv that the obnoxious tv first the only problem is I haven't finished the walls. It's not painted. I don't have a floor down. So now I'm going to have to move this TV or store it until, you know, I can put it. So I have to really think about the order of what I'm going to do before I get the big obnoxious TV. Yeah. And you're going to write it down so you don't forget, right? I, I do actually write it down. Yeah. So I'm, I yeah. sit with a piece of paper and I sketch it out and then I take what's on that paper and then I prioritize that list of, you know, okay, here's all the things that I want to do what things have to be done before, you know, other things. So now I've got things happening in a, in a very good order and in all sincerity, because it, it, one thing will complicate the next if it's done out of order. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're shuffling things around to get them out of your way to do exactly what you should have done before. So one of the things USA Today did a, um, did a survey and found out that you're 1100% more successful in achieving your goals if you write them down. So you would be 1100% more successful in achieving this goal if you write down the steps because less likely that you'll forget to pick up the paint that you want for the wall and to pick up the paint brushes that you need to, you, to for the paint to put it on the wall and what flooring you're going to pick out. Um, so, it, you know, we don't want the chairs in the space before we put the flooring down. So taking those steps and writing them down, it allows us to, first of all, the fun fun thing for me is check next to the things that I've accomplished right? Gets us a step closer. There's actually a a psychological um, connection that happens when we cross out or check a to-do list. So that's why, and also believe it or not, using a graphite pencil um, actually connects our minds and it starts solving the problem, which is really cool. I I just want to back up for a second. We think we, we, we believe we think from our brains because that's what we're taught. But the reality is, is our brains is, is like a computer. If I have my laptop and I shut the, the top of the computer, programs are running in the background, but it's not 
doing anything. I'm not getting anything accomplished, right? Because it needs me to input whatever it is that I want done. Mm -hmm. Um, So we actually think from our hearts and then tell our brains, okay, and go, go figure it out. And our brains figure out all those, those meticulous things. So when you're goal setting, shut down your brain and think from your heart of what your desire is. That's where desire comes in. Desire is from the heart, not from your brain. Um, your brain would like melt down if that's, if it worked from desire, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't know how to handle it. Right. So when we're making those steps to build your man cave, we're making sure that we're doing them in a priority order. We're probably time blocking it. We're looking at, and I usually work from a goal. I work from the goal backwards to where I am today so I can see where it fits in. So if I need this room painted, a new floor down, I have to order the chairs. How long is it going to take for me to get those chairs in? We need to figure all these things out so that we make March Madness. Otherwise, you're going to be standing there in a really nice room, but nothing to sit on, right? So so that that's what a process goal is. It, it's setting up what steps you have to take to get to your goal and be it a man cave. Go ahead. I was going to say, the interesting thing around that is once you do that and then you're now, so you've set up this, these process steps and now you're working and doing this, you naturally by instinct will go back and say, let me see where I'm at. Did I miss anything? Right. I'm going back to check. And when we talk about that with people in their business plan, right, we always say, Oh, you should have an active business plan, meaning you should go yeah. back it becomes a very natural instinct when you've done the, the process portion, the process strategy, because you actually are looking and measuring and going along and making sure that things are in the proper order. So you don't get frustrated and you will get to you know your goal, especially by the time you, you set for it. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. And you know, what's exciting is if for me is I've gone back to my master plan, my goals, my, my, my process goals and went, oh, I forgot to do this. And it was an important element that if I didn't do it soon, it would have really put a wrench in later on in the process for me. So by rechecking, it reminds us what to do. It keeps our brain figuring out the how how we're going to get it done. Um, and we never use the how while we're writing goals. We always use the how when we're doing it. You know, how do I do this? Okay. How I do this is I have to put the floor in first. I have to make sure I do the painting of the walls if that's what you want to do. You know, whatever the case may be, uh, whatever that project is. And again, I do the same thing for even small goals, for goals that are, you know, it's it's like, oh, I just have to do one thing. A lot of people... um, they even take that and try to accomplish it in one day and find out, oh my gosh, this is bigger than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done that where it's like, I'll just knock this out today. Oh my God. Three hours later, I'm still working on it. It's it's absolutely true. And, and that's why it's so important. Again, you set out that process strategy because sometimes you have to move some of those tasks. You have to move things forward so you yeah. can allow time for what you didn't account for, or sometimes errors that you made. And, and that's important because it really, really relates back to business, right? Sometimes you're like, hey, I'm going to put this floor in, it gives me more problems, or it's, a flooring isn't the right thing. I need to look maybe at putting in carpeting and, you know, gosh, that's going to change. I can't put the carpeting in. I'm going to have a guy come in and do that. So, you know, again, being able to constantly review, go back, check, make sure this is done and, and appropriate to the plan still. And there's, you know, there's many ways I do this exercise when I I have large groups, even small groups, um, and we're in the same room, I put them all on one side of the room. And I say, I need you all to get to the other side of the room, but you can't do it the same way. 
So if somebody runs across, nobody else can run across. If somebody walks across, nobody else can walk across. And you'll see them come up with very creative people dance across, they roll across, they um, somebody did forward, forward tumbles, forward rolls across, somebody did cartwheels across. I mean, they get very, very creative and it's really cool. And then they get everybody gets to the other side. And I, I looked at them and I said, okay, so did everybody get across the room? Yes. Did everybody um, do it in a different way? Did anybody do it the same way? No. That tells you what? It tells you there's many different ways to accomplish the same goal. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. It's just a different way to accomplish it. And that we accomplished it, that we actually did it. It's like, okay, the the, the challenge here is to get across. Obviously, the first two people are going to walk and run is generally what happens because right. they're like, I'm going. And they just do because they don't want to have to do with the complicated thinking about other ways. As they sit, as people stand there, they're like, okay, that's been done. That's been done. Check, 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 check. I know I'll do this. So, you know, people tango across people do, you know, it's amazing the different things that people do to get a, to, to get somebody like pretended they were dribbling a, a basketball to get across. It was cool. But that's the power of creativity. And I think it yeah. speaks to the fact that you lay the plan out, you set the process and strategy before you even do anything. I always say to myself, I know I'm going to run into obstacles. That's okay. Yeah. I expect yeah. things and sometimes facts on the ground change. Right. So I have to adapt to that. And in adapting to that, I need creative solutions. And you have to think to yourself, there are there's a way to do this. The question is how and I got to think it through. Yes. And it's the how that's the how. How do I get across the room? How do I accomplish this project? That's the next part. But if if we're so worried about how, we will talk our, ourselves out of it because there's a por portion of our brain um, mm -hmm. that actually protects us. And, and that portion is like, oh, no, danger, danger. You know, you might fall down those stairs or blah, blah. You know, you might not be successful. But it's that voice in your head that tries to stop you. And it's it's just an instinct thing. You have to get beyond that. So starting not working with your head and not working on the how, just working with what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And the, the house come the the how to get across the room or the how to accomplish the floor, what floor to choose, all that stuff comes as you go. But you got to break it into smaller, biteable. I always say biteable, chunkable pieces that allow you to do bits at a time in the proper order. You know, and sometimes we get things out of order. That's OK. You know, nobody's perfect. Um, you're going to make a way to do it. The idea is just to accomplish it. It's to accomplish it. So, you know, the way I would do it might be significantly different than how you would do it. Right. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It just makes it. It makes it accomplished. And, and that's what we're going for in goals. And that's why we place goals out there. So we have something to reach to. It's There's a timing associated with it. So it has a sense of urgency for us to complete it. Um, and we don't let it go by because honestly, like everybody else, if it's negotiable, I'll negotiate something out for myself. If I don't put a time an ending part, it keeps getting pushed forward. Other things come in and take priority. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder why that's not done. Well, because I never gave it an end date. And it doesn't mean that sometimes we miss the end date. Um, again, to bring Jack Canfield in, um, he said that he had made a goal to make a million dollars by X time. And when that time came, he had made something to the tune of $958,000 as opposed to a million. That's not a failed achievement of goal because he had started it. Uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was like $90,000 and he had made his way to where he needed to go. That's not a failed goal, but that doesn't mean we don't re set a new goal for right. the new time period. And that's the other thing that people do. They complete something, they check it off their list and they don't replace something else in. 
So you don't do a list of 10 things and go, okay, done for the year. We do the things and then we add new goals because the, the achievement of these goals allow you to make new goals. And we always have things that we want to do, like a man cave, which, you know, may happen in your lifetime. <laughs> well, full <laughs> disclosure, I have to be fair because I'm sure my wife's going to watch this. Um, I, I do have the man cave. She capitulated. Actually, she didn't capitulate. She was very supportive with the three TVs. And the big recliners. So I'm I'm living my dream right now. But I did what we were talking about. Actually, was the process. There were obstacles along the way. Um, as a matter of fact, at one point, truth be told, I had everything in place except the cable service, and that took me. And I know because I was annoyed. Forty two days. Forty two. <gasps> yeah. So sidebar, I'm not mentioning the company, just the fact that, but I had to get through that. And there was a lot of back and forth. There were, and that was going to be the easiest part because all I had to do was pick up boxes and I was going to do yeah. that. So um, there's always, there's always one major obstacle in whatever you choose to do. And you have to have that single-mindedness that will not stop me, whether I'm walking across, running across the room, however you choose. I'm going to find yeah, and, and what I heard, which was really amazing, and I loved it, is you never gave up. 42 days, you're not the most patient person I've met. No, I'm not. <laughs> you, you have certain deadlines, and if you don't meet them, you're like, I'm out. Right. So, um, so with that, but you stayed in. You stayed in the yes. game because you knew what your goal was, and to achieve it, you had these obstacles, and you either could have said, okay, I give up and walked away, or you stayed in and you got it accomplished, albeit it might have taken 42 days, most of which was out of your control. A lot of the frustrations right. we feel are items that are out of our control. So we can either say, I give up because it goes back to my chapter in my book, two choices. I can either give up or I can hang in there and, you know, be, be persistent and consistent and achieve what we want. And that persistence and consistency is what makes people successful. Number one time that you will see people jumping out of uh, succeeding, jumping out of their area from becoming successful is that last portion, which is a real hard push and they give up. They don't have an accountability partner. They don't have a coach. They don't have people sitting there going, don't give up, don't give up. Cause sometimes we can't do it for ourselves. Sometimes it's just, we're too in the moment that we can't, you know, we're too busy treading water in the pool to really, you know, realize that it's always easier push to it's always easy. There's always a tipping point. It's always easy to quit. The tipping point is where you say, you know what? I no longer care whether I fail or not, but I'm going to try. I'm going to do this because I've got to push through this. And you just, you just leave it all on the, you know, the old expression, you leave it all on the field and I'm going to make, I'm going to do everything I can. And then if it doesn't work out, I can't help that, but I'm not going to say that I didn't do everything I could. And you generally- well, and that's yeah, that's when a lot of people stop. They're like, no, they got too much pushback. They don't, and they don't keep pushing through. See, it, it takes tenacity, it takes consistency and persistence to get there. And once you get over that, you're glad you did. Yes. And now it becomes an addiction. It's like, oh, I know what this looks like. No, it's not going to stop me. I'm going to push through. So, truth be told, in the past, yeah, I've I've bailed. It was like, you know what? This isn't going to work. It's pushing too hard against me. Um, it's just it's just too difficult. I'm not staying in. I'm going to go in a different direction and regretted it because it, had I stayed in, like 
another day or another month or 42 days, I would have had exactly what I wanted. So, and that's a choice. You have that choice to make. I encourage you to get an accountability partner, a coach um, to, to be able to stay in there and say, don't give up. You're almost there. You're almost there. Just stay in and bring that logic back in. Cause sometimes we get emotional. Um, and we just let that take over as opposed to being logical. Cause if we were in our logical head, we would stay in the game and say, all right, I'm, I'm getting over this hump. It's going to happen. Right. That's right. It, you, you have to, you have to build that discipline. You have to build that tenacity. It's never easy. You look at all the most successful people. They will all tell you how many times, you know, people say, Oh my God, you, you're overnight success. Yeah. Overnight over like, you know, many, many, many years, <laughs> you know, 20, 20 year overnight success. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> yeah. right. that. so let's do what you do so well. Let's summarize what we spoke about today and sure. you know, what steps people should take when doing goals. So we, we, we first had that, that nice program where we discussed, you know, setting the goal. And today we focused on what is the process goal? How do you use that in terms of creating steps to help you get there and achieve that goal? Prioritizing those steps. Once we've determined what it is that we need to do, now we're going to prioritize so we do the right things first to help make sure that our progress isn't impaired. We're going to also begin with what's most important as we're creating that list. We're going to think to ourselves when we get to that difficult part, that impasse, that tipping point, we are going to use our persistence. We are going to find a way. And I love your analogy. I don't know how I'm going to get across the room, but there's lots of ways and I will figure it out. And then once we get to that end point, I think you would add this in and I'm, I'm just going to add it in now, but we celebrate it. That's the best yes. we get to say, I did it. We look at that. Hey, I accomplished all these things to get this goal. Yeah. My favorite part is at the end, you take your arm, you put it in the air, you bend it over behind your head and you pat yourself on the back <laughs> because you actually did it. It's a great feeling when we achieve the goal and then we move on to the next one. So um, never, ever forget, we need to celebrate every week. You know, every Friday I do my own personal little happy dance celebration and I look back at my week and see what I achieved. It could be ever so small, but something that either I didn't expect to, to achieve or something I got through or something I hung in and, and did something to celebrate me. And sometimes it's the mere fact of getting out of bed because there are days that we all don't want to get out of bed. So those are the things that we look for. Set your goals. If you need any help doing that, reach out to Vince and I. Um, we'll be more than happy to help you set your goals first and then set up process goals. I love doing strategy meetings with people to set that up so that you have it in place and then you go execute and we can check back in. Um, Vince, thank you as always for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. See you in the coaching corner uh, next month. Yes. And thank you, you all. Go ahead. Thank you all. And as you like to say, Laurieann, to play a higher up. role, serve a higher purpose, show up for you and what? Show up big. Yeah, there, you've been dying to say that all. I've been dying to say that. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for joining us today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I hope we earned the privilege of your time. Look for your next time. And Vince, I'm so proud you got it right this you got time. Got it right this Have time. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.